Hello, and welcome to Radio Clash. Hi there. Revival. <laughs> Hi, Clea. Hi, Jamie. How are you today? I'm very excited to be playing music and talking about books with you today. Awesome. Me too. Awesome. Should we get to it? Yeah. What did you bring for us today? So first song up today from me is True to Form, a Montreal band. Crazy. This is a- I know it's really it's it's really a departure for me here. Um, so this is a duo, a duo called Milk and Bone. They are uh, two ladies, two francophone ladies actually, but they sing in English, so no need for translations for me today, except for the fact that um, I don't really know how to pronounce the name of this song. So the song is from their pretty new album, Deception Bay. That's really nice and got lots of nice beats and happy happy sounds and this song is called i think baby blue but it's really it's written b b b it's written blue with three b's so (laughs) take take what you will from that um but they seem to be saying baby blue in the song so and then in french b the letter b is pronounced bay like beyonce so, ah. so th- there you go. Anyway, it's it's, it's a beautiful song. It's uh, by Milk and Bone again, Baby Blue. Make me feel like I'm worth 
So from Montreal, that was Milk and Bone with, I think it's fair to say, Baby Blue. That was an awesome song. I love that beat. Awesome. I'm very glad you liked it. I was grooving slowly in my chair over here. Yeah. In front of my computer. Me too. And I hope you were at home, dear listeners, or wherever you might be. Right. Chair grooving is an important part of the listening experience. Indeed. So what have you got for us now? I have a song by someone who doesn't really need an introduction. Uh, his Uh-oh. name is David Byrne. You've probably heard of him. He used to be the singer of Talking Heads and has since released a bunch of really cool collaborative slash solo albums. Um, his album he released with St. Vincent a few years ago is one of my favorite albums. Also done a bunch of Yes. You know, And now he's coming out with a new album called American Utopia that is going to be highly collaborative, he says. Very cool. The first single from that is called Everybody's Coming to My House. And it's just like a pretty happy, cool sounding song. I would really like to go to David Byrne's house. Right? Yeah. If everybody's coming, why aren't we invited? (laughs) David. I assume the invitation just got lost in the mail. It's going to be fine. Let's just go anyway. Here's the song, David Byrne, Everybody's Coming to My House. You didn't have to 
was David Byrne from his new album, American Utopia, and the song is called Everybody's Coming to My House. That was most excellent. Most He excellent. also has a really cool music video for that song. He does a um, collaboration with a school in Detroit that's like the Detroit School of the Arts or something like that, and his students made the video, and he like doesn't even appear in the video. It's just his students performing that song, and it's, it's really great. Whoa, that sounds super cool. I am definitely looking that up. Although I am slightly disappointed that there's no David Byrne in it because I like to watch him dance. He is a delightful dancer. (laughs) I also like it when he wears large suits. Yeah, yeah. You should bring that back. (laughs) Just overly large suits with big shoulder pads. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So I guess it's my turn now. It is your turn. Exciting. 
I uh, I have a band from England now. Ooh, going off Strange. brand. Going super off brand right now. Yeah. Um, so it's a band called Hookworms. They're great. Wikipedia tells me they are known for their live shows, apparently, um, which I which I wouldn't know because I <laughs> tried to see them, but they were somehow delayed at the border or something and couldn't make no. it to Canada on their recent tour or couldn't make it to Montreal. So oh, no. come back, Cookworms. Um, this song is from their very new record called Microshift. That is a lot of fun, a lot of great, great beats and fun music. So um, yeah, that's that's kind of... That's kind of the summary. Just a great song I like. It's called Static Resistance, again, by a band called Hookworms from Leeds, England, Shire.
that was Way quite to fade a fade there, hookworms. That was a that was a yeah. that was a good fade there. I, I often don't like a fade out, but I, I like that abrupt ending. So I, I'll approve of that fade out. Um, so from from Leeds, Englandshire, those were the Englishmen, hookworms, with a song called Static Resistance from their brand new album, Microshift. That is a lot of fun to listen to. So check it out if you're looking for some that new music. That song really reminded me of something that I can't think of. So, listeners, if you were also reminded of something, but you know what it was, you should let us know. (laughs) Challenge. Challenge. There is a comment feature on SoundCloud, which you are welcome to use. We love comments. Agreed. We love comments. And I think we could even, like, take requests. Oh, for sure. In fact, that is such a great segue into my song. Have you said everything you want to say about hookworms? I have said everything. So the song that I'm going to play is a song that was requested by a uh, loyal listener, my friend Neil in Hong Kong, who I really appreciate listening and I've been thinking about a lot lately. And uh, he requested this a while ago, so sorry it's taken me some time. But I have a huge queue of songs that I want to play on the show. (laughs) So... Yeah, exactly. A good problem. So this song is from 1997, and it is by a one-person band, which I'm not sure how you become a one-person band versus being a solo artist. Maybe you just declare that. So as I was saying, uh, this song is from 1997. It was a one-hit wonder, which is one of my favorite phenomenons in music. It's by the Mm. one-person band White Town. And the song is called Your Woman. And this is for Neil. Thank you for listening.
I Wasn't love the great? late 90s-ness there. That was a lot of fun. I As soon as that song started, I was like, oh my God, that song. I totally remember it. Um, so I want to, I would like to say a, a big thank you to Neil for listening. A, so that's awesome that we've got like, I know, around the world listenership. And thank you also. Thank you for requesting such a cool throwback of a song. Uh, now I want to like go listen to everything but the girl and like die. Oh, everything and but the girl. The I Mac. totally forgot about that band. And, wow. Right? No, I'm going to go listen to that too. Maybe we should. Maybe we That'd should do a late nineties episode. There's a, a Twitter account I follow, which I think the handle is Best Album '95. Mm. I may have mentioned this before, but uh, he does like brackets of 120 albums from each year of the 90s. And he's on 1997 right now, so you like, you know, vote for album versus album. It's a really fun way to remember what the albums of the 1990s were. Yeah. That sounds so satisfying. Though listening to two full albums per day is like, it can be a little demanding. <laughs> Ooh. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot of commitment there. And I, I guess, I guess that, uh, that song just now would not it exactly actually make did. it that onto the list. That album was on there, but it did it not a... um, get really? out of the first round, unfortunately. And I, I listened to that Sorry, album because down. I knew that song and was like, ooh, yeah, I see why this is a one hit wonder. <laughs> I mean, that song is great. Ouch. The rest of the album was not living up to it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's very hard to make a whole oh. album of good songs. Like if you hit that's it, that's funny one, you say that because I was enough. reading uh, White Town's Wikipedia page, and the guy's response to being told he was a one-hit wonder was better than a no-hit wonder. Oh. <laughs> awesome! Right? That's, that's a great <laughs> response. Yes. So I think we've, yeah. we've hit book chat portions so of the show. Book this chat. is my parents' favorite po- portion. So yeah, thank you, parents, chat. for listening as well. <laughs> thank you, parents. I hope you like yeah. our choices this week. Uh, what did what? you choose? Yeah, go for it. Well, shall I? Okay, so... So I uh, I just did a bit of actual reading because I had I was off on on a March break sitting on a beach and uh, had awesome. a lot of free time which was great. Uh, so I like actually read a novel from start to finish. I read I read two novels from start to finish, but I'll only tell you about one today. So okay. I've got something else to tell you about next time. Um, so the novel I read was called All My Puny Sorrows, and it's by Miriam Taves um, from Manitoba, Canada. Mm-hmm. So even more CanCon for you. Um, really moving, upsetting, wonderful novel um, about a woman who has a suicidal sister and just the ins and outs of dealing with that and family dynamics and Mennonite background stuff and just... <laughs> made me want to go to Winnipeg, which was a cool <laughs> an experience I'd never really had before. I, I've always been like, Winnipeg sounds kind of interesting. The weaker vans did not lead me to believe it, Winnipeg was good. Well, I think I think there's a little bit of tongue in cheek there, but I, yeah, <laughs> same. <laughs> yeah, so um, just a really great novel if you want to sort of feel 
completely bereft and upset at the end of a reading experience, I'd say go for it. All My Puny Sorrows by Miriam Tave, spelt uh, T-O-E-W-S, like the hockey player. Really good book. Really, really good. That's yeah, not a not a very um, literary analysis that's from all right. there, but <laughs> that's all I got to say. Well, that's okay. That sounds like uh, it was very intense. It was very intense. Did you in cry? A good way. Um, I kind of tried not to because I was in public. Ah, uh, fair. But I, I I might have pretended to have sand in my eyes a couple of times. Yeah, understood. Yeah, salty sand. Yeah. <laughs> Just the sea breeze getting in my eyes. Oh, no. Exactly. Exactly. So what have you been reading lately? Uh, so I, I'm about halfway through a book right now that is called Welcome to the Goddamn Ice Cube. And it's by nice. Blair Braverman. It's a woman's memoirs of being a dog sledder in <gasps> Norway and Alaska. That is so exciting. It's a really, really good book. I've read a lot of adventure memoirs and adventure books like that, but most of them are uh, by and about men. Mm-hmm. And the, mm-hmm. this one is by a woman, even though Blair's kind of a gender neutral name, but she's a woman. And it's just like, it's very interesting to compare how women write adventure memoirs versus how men write them. Like Ooh. she has a lot of like self doubt and she like worries about her safety in like male dominated spaces and um, gets sexually harassed a lot <laughs> in the dog sledding world, perhaps unsurprisingly. But um, she's also much more relatable than a lot of, at least to me, than a lot of men's adventure memoirs that, that I've very, read. A very interesting thing to observe. And I feel like there's like, you should pitch an article to outside magazine on that. Like, yeah, analyzing the the male versus female approach to adventure stories. Yeah, I um, I've actually written for a women's adventure or outdoor adventure magazine that's called Misadventures before, and I really nice. love reading their stories because they are like they address their inner feelings of self doubt. Like self doubt is such a theme in women's adventure memoirs. Um, which I find helpful because that's something that I have when I'm doing stuff outside. So, and, and do you think it's something that like men secretly have but don't talk about, or do they are they just like whatever? I am awesome at this. I don't know because I think a lot of it comes from being told that like you're slower or you can't do this um, mm-hmm. as a woman. So, but I'm sure that. You know, it's not like women have the uh, lock on self-doubt in the world, but I feel like especially in outdoor pursuits, like something like dog sledding um, or road biking is one of the things that I've written articles about. Mm. That's like a really male dominated field. And, Totes. you know, also the fact that especially in road biking, I'll probably never set a time that is better than a good man at that, but I still like really enjoy the sport. So changing like how you think about competition, I think is important too. Very good points. Yeah. I feel like, I I feel like our listeners should uh, leave some comments for us on SoundCloud and just let us know about your own self doubt. Yeah. That'd be awesome. 
in the adventure world. Also, I'm wondering, um, are there a lot of photos of cute dogs interspersed with the writing or is it, is it just words on pages? Unfortunately, it's just words. And um, I have the Kindle version. Uh, So even if there were pictures, they'd be like tiny and sad looking. Um, The cover has a pretty cool picture of a dog sled team. Okay. Are there like descriptions of dogs? Oh yeah. And how awesome they are? Oh yeah. Okay, good. Good. And she like worries about her dogs a lot too, which I find extremely relatable. Mm. Good dogs are the best. Yeah. So yeah, my book is called Welcome to the Goddamn Ice Cube by Blair Braverman. Excellent. I will check it out and I hope our listeners will too. Yeah. What so back to the yeah, music? Yeah, back to the music. What song do you want to play next? So I've got a little bit of a instrumental palette cleanser for us now. Ooh. It's by another one man band. <laughs> so again, questioning what 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 differentiates band from solo artist if you're just a guy. Yeah. Uh, this guy is called Moss of Aura. <laughs> That's a I like so that I can, name. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah, it's I don't don't know what it means but it's a good name it's uh so the guy is from that other band uh with multiple members actually called future islands oh i love future uh, islands and, but right yeah so this is like quite different from future islands no um no sway dancing to distract okay. you just kind of a, a guy who often i saw him perform live and he he mainly sat on the floor and pushed buttons on his music machines <laughs> But the, the, the music that came out of those music machines was great. So I play for you today um, a song from his 2012 album that is a lot of fun and very worthwhile. Um, the song is called simply Bling. Perfect. Here we go. Masavor.
Well, that was beautiful. Glad you liked it. That was Moss of Aura with Bling. All right. Well, do you have anything else to say about that song? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I don't. I I think I can just leave it there as a as a as I said, little palate cleanser between between songs. Yeah, it was. Um, or between book chat and songs. Right, right. It got us back into the music groove. Exactly. So, uh, I have a song that is by a comedian. No way. From Toronto. Okay, well, okay, I'll I'll count that. That still counts as Canadian. (laughs) Um, So, this is yet another uh, one-man band. What? How did we come up with this theme today? I I didn't mean to. I didn't know it was a one-man band either. Um, but he is a singer slash producer named More More, like M O R M O R. I don't think that's his given name. And you never know. Yeah, you never know. And uh, this song is out from 2008, or not 2008, 2018, which is this year. Indeed, it is. So when you're compiling your best of 2018 list, you might want to put More More on there. After you hear this song, which is called Heaven's Only Wishful. I'm just a poor boy.
That was More More, and the song is called Heaven's Only Wishful. Loved it, and uh, thank you so much for introducing me to Canadian music that I had not heard before. So exciting. Yeah, I mean, it is from Toronto. Right. So, yeah. So that's probably why you haven't heard of it. (laughs) The great uh, Toronto-Montreal rift. Yes, and uh, that album is not out yet, but it will be soon. Oh, well, I look forward to it being out because I think that will be a worthy addition to the record collection because, wow, that was great. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear some more songs from it. Me too. Uh, and I'm also excited to play some more songs for you today here yeah. on Radio Clash. Do that. Um, so speaking of the uh, Toronto versus Montreal saga uh here's something from montreal so this is a band called plants and animals that is from montreal uh their debut album came out in 2008 um and it's called park avenue and for the 10th anniversary of said album uh they did a series or they're actually as we record today they are in the process of doing a series of shows celebrating the 10th anniversary of that album park avenue i went to show number two of three last night and it was fabulous they are amazing live i actually saw them live when they were first touring this album so it was fun to see them again and to see that they've just only grown and gotten awesomer on something that was already awesome um the album refers actually to uh, a major street major thoroughfare here in montreal avenue du parc uh, which they actually the city tried to rename a few years ago for a politician and montreal had none of it they said (laughs) no no this this road is named for the uh, mount royal park and we are not changing that it's a park with a c by the way uh so and the song that I want to play for you today, well, actually, before that, let me preface this with, uh, so this is a bit of a throwback tune because it's from 10 years ago. And uh, very shortly, we will also be doing, dear listeners, a th- an entire throwback episode. That's playing true. Musics that that we were listening to um, when we first became friends in 2006-2007, the the Oxonian heyday of us. So stay tuned for that, listeners, because it's coming soon. But for now, here's a here's a slightly less old throwback. So from 2008, from their 2008 album, Park Avenue, Plants and Animals, with a song called Good Friend, which I would like to dedicate to my good friend, Jamie. Aww. 
Yeah, it's for you.
with Good Friend. Blop. That was Plants and Animals uh, from their 2008 album Park Avenue, which I urge you to check out because it's full of great tracks like that. That was super beautiful. Glad you enjoyed. Very glad. Yeah. And should they come to your town or a town near you, go check them out live because they're a lot of fun. And um, I don't know if this is a regular occurrence, but at the show I saw last night, the lead singer was wearing one dangly earring. And I was like, ooh, men in dangly earrings. This should be a thing. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. So that was my last song. Yeah. Sadly. 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 What What's your final track for us today on Radio Clash? Good friend, Jamie. Aw. My final track is a bit of a weird one. Excellent. I could find literally nothing out about this band. Like, nothing. Um, that is intriguing. Yeah. So... I found the album from, or I found the song from this compilation called Afrobeat Airways 2 Return Flight to Ghana, 1974 to 1983, which is put out by a German record label called Analog Africa. And fascinating. Yeah, it's like I bought the whole album because I like it a lot, um, but this is the best song from it. The album is just 13 different songs by. Uh, I guess Ghanaian artists. I'm unclear if they are actually from 1974 to 1983 or not, because the album came out in 2013. Anyway, long story short, the artist of this track is called Uppers International, and this song is called Aja Wando.
So that was Uppers International, and the song is called Aja Wando, and uh, that's from an album called Afrobeat Airways 2. That was a lot of fun. That that inspired much chair dancing and yeah. head bopping. I liked it a lot. Thank you. Great way to end off this particular episode of Radio Clash. Definitely. Um. I didn't make the connection, but when I was thinking about West Africa, of course, they have a French-speaking situation there, uh, much like Montreal. Indeed. So for everyone who did make that connection much more quickly than I did, great job. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. Yes. Uh, and speaking of listeners, we are going to be putting Radio Clash Revival onto iTunes and also onto Podcast Addict and maybe some other stuff. Amazing. But those two first. So um, I'm going to put some links to those in our SoundCloud page. And if you wouldn't mind going and leaving us a review, that would be really cool. That'd be very cool. Now we've become those podcast people who are like, just put five stars. Just yeah, go, just, just click five you do, stars. Just say five stars. You hate it? I don't care. Put five I don't stars. care what you actually think about it. Five stars. Go. Uh, the next step after you get those iTunes five stars is you start advertising mattresses you buy online. Excellent. I look forward to that. And meal kits. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, Blue Apron. Don't forget the meal <laughs> Blue Apron. Also the cash app. <laughs> <laughs> Stamps.com. <laughs> Stay tuned for that, listeners. Yes. Stay tuned for us becoming corporate podcast shills. Not yet, though. I can't. I can't no, wait. No, sh- we're not going to sell out. We will be Selling little- out is... Can't sell out. Okay. Okay. Unless, like, they offer We won't money. sell out. We'll, we'll- exactly. We won't sell out. We'll just sell blue. <laughs> Different. Perfect. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. And thank you, Clea, for being here. And thank you, Jamie, for being here, too. And, uh... Tune back in next time for our throwback episode to 2006 and 2007. It's going to be wonderful. You're going to feel the feels. All the feels. All the feels.